Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Dites donc, Nadège, comment aviez-vous recruté le nouveau si rapidement la dernière fois Bah, LinkedIn. Ah bon, parce que là, j'ai besoin de toute urgence d'un ingénieur en IA. Où est-ce qu'on peut le trouver Bah, LinkedIn. J'ai pas le temps de voir mille candidats, moi. Comment on va faire Bah, LinkedIn. Bah, 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 bah. Vu l'urgence, vous êtes vraiment confiante, Nadège Bah, oui. Avec 8 personnes recrutées par minute sur LinkedIn, pour tous vos recrutements, il y a, bah, LinkedIn. Pour en savoir plus, rendez-vous sur linkedin.com slash je recrute. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. How's married life? It's marvelous. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, you've got a big grin on your face. I'm insufferable at the moment. Oh, yeah? Yes. Insufferable? Yeah. That's a, not a good thing. No. Well, you'll find out in the next 40 minutes or so. Hello, and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, did William put Jordan on producer Ben's table at his wedding? And did Sarah Hansen drink too much champagne? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we? William Hansen, a recently congratulations married man. Oh, thank you very much, Jordan North, unmarried. I'm more Claridge's, you're more Clarets. Very good. Thank that you. That was a nice one. Was that Ben's? Yes, that was Ben's. Did um, did you put me on Ben's table at last minute because I asked to? Because I was worried that you might have rearranged. Ta- did you? Cause then I well, think... you were on Ben's table. We should just tell the G&D. Yeah, I was on Ben's table. That was the existing seating plan even before you pleaded to oh. be on Ben's table. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I th- were you happy with the, the seating? Well, I wasn't sat next to Ben, but it's fine. No, well, but equally Ben had said to me, oh. just don't seat me next to him. Because you did that. M- muddled us all up so we mingled yes well you don't you don't sort of yeah so ben and cat was whispered so, so you don't joe on my right side yes and sarah sarah on my left side well that you can just remember it no because i was trying to figure out because i said to joe i had to do the whole i'm deaf in my right ear so if i keep turning oh. around, if i miss any of the conversation i'm sorry and he thought i was joking Oh, did he? Yeah, everybody does it. Everyone laughs and goes, oh, what are you like? I'm like, no, I'm actually deaf in my right ear. And he's like, oh, my God, are you? I'm so sorry. That's, so, yeah. yeah. You probably couldn't hear what they were saying about you but, anyway. Yeah, we have loads to catch up on. Loads. I was on my best behaviour. You were very good. Right, let me just say, I was absolutely hammered. I can't remember getting home. But at the actual wedding reception, yes. I was fine. 
Yeah. I only had a, like literally had two, maybe three glasses of wine. I thought, I'm just going to enjoy this. I don't want to be drunk, especially when you, you, your mum got escorted out. <laughs> she got stretched. <laughs> she full on lived up to her that, reputation. I mean, she got stretched out. It was hilarious. Like, I want to say stretched out. There was four guys and one on each arm and leg, and it was just, get off me, you peasants. <laughs> this is my son's wedding. Get off! She went upstairs, she came back down half an hour later and she was fine. She was fine. Before you slander any of my relatives anymore, should we have a, a gin and Devonne? Yes, let's do. Let's do that. Would you like to do the Devonne yeah. chorus? Oh! <laughs> oh! Someone's had a good week. Someone's recently married. Woo! You've made yourself laugh. Jeez! I've thrown an hot dog down Mersey Tunnel. <laughs> Do you think now that I'm married, we can end that joke? I think, do you want me to? I think maybe we rest it. Do you? Just, just for a bit. Okay. okay. Just a suggestion. Okay. Um, well, Woo! I'd like to propose a toast. Still, I can still hear it echoing <laughs> in the distance. I'd like to propose a toast to love. Ah, oh, to love. love. Love wins. Mm. Oh, delish. Oh, um, I'm going dentist after this. Oh, are you? Yeah, I can't be stinking a gin and a bunny. Have a polo mint or something before you go. Yeah, we'll do. So I've had two fags and a coffee, aren't we? Yeah, so. <laughs> Teeth are going to be looking. Christy! Please, Christy. No, Christine. Christine? Yeah, what's. Christine Bleakley? No, what are they going to be. Christine Lampard? They're going to be looking. Pristine. Pristine. <laughs> <laughs> My teeth are going to be looking. Christine. Oh, uh, hello. Christine. Um, anyway, as always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss, or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply and his only teddy paper at the address on the website, sexofmyboss.com. Before I forget, mm. Um, do you want to explain to the G and Divas what was specially arranged for me at the? Yes. Do you want to do it in order or? Well, we can do it in order, but before we go into it, minute by minute for the wedding, um, we need some additional help. Someone that was uh, also there to, okay. to go through this, as this is a semi-special episode and it's not permanent. Everybody, so don't panic. Uh, please welcome Pradusha Ben. Hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> Uh, ben, very much the face of the uh, of the church service, or one of three. He looked like um, a boy about to start year seven at the school gates. But, well, yeah, with what? a lot of facial hair. With his, <laughs> for year seven. With his blazer dangling over his arms. You know, it, I don't think it did, in Ben's defence. It was a very well-fitting suit, suit. That suit is a very nice suit, and it fits me very well. Okay. Um, I, I would like to just sort of... Um, maybe sort of explain what we're about to do. Mm. Uh, I, I quite like this phrase that Kat, who was obviously at the wedding as well, and we might be able to talk about a moment that happened yeah. at the wedding to do with Kat. Um, they say, Kat and Hester say, right, we're going to take you blow by blow. So let's <laughs> go <laughs> blow by blow through the wedding. Okay. I've got notes. <laughs> You've got notes. Yes. So shall we start with a Well, shall I tell you about the stuff that happened before that uh, neither of you were there for? Yes, okay. So that was obviously Mike and I were legally married uh, just in front of immediate family at the hotel to begin with at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, okay. that was really nice, that bit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very nice because neither of you were there. <laughs> and I would be so annoyed if it went <laughs> and not me. <laughs> and um, that was very, very weepy. I'll be honest. Like... We nearly, I nearly went during the speeches. I nearly went during the, the service in the church. But the, the actual bit where we were exchanging rings, 
uh, and saying you know all the all the phrases that you're familiar with that that was very weepy okay and it was beautiful and thank you to Alison and Todd the two registrars from Westminster City Council who officiated and made that so so special including Todd who when Mikey completely went managed to find some tissues in his bag oh did he totally go oh we both totally went but Mikey <laughs> oh, like, I can't cope I can't I've got all snotty patient I do I do take me I do was it like it's that? Just like that. <laughs> what was what was worse, of course, is the, the mirror room where we were having it in the hotel. Funnily enough, clues in the name has mirrors all around it, and uh, for the the ceremony, which just off the ballroom. And even though I had my back to everyone, I could see everyone in the mirror that was ahead of me. So even though I thought originally, I thought, oh, good, I have my back to everyone. I won't really if they start crying, I won't see it because I got my back to them. No, no, I could I could see it, and and that also then sets oh, me off. Okay. So that was at 10 o'clock. That was at 10 o'clock, short, and then we got in the cars and went to the church and had the, the, the blessing, which, which was lovely. Which we came to. Which you came to. Ben did his ushering. Ben, how did your ushering go? Uh, yeah, any, well, any notes? Because I wasn't there um, at that point. I, yeah, it was, I, it was a complex job. It wasn't as complex as obviously producing you two, but... Um, complex? How was it complex? Well, can you just use you the entrance down there? You gave us a card. Oh, I was sent an eight-page PDF and oh. sort of an extensive <laughs> WhatsApp message. So can William questioning how, how complex it is is quite <laughs> ironic, I'd say, um, because it basically boiled down saying, oh, can you actually use that door instead of the one that I'm standing in front of, please? Can I just say, your mm. ears must have been burning the night before because he was messaging me, and I cannot believe you sent him an eight-page PDF. Well, everyone got that that was part of the wedding team. Eight pages of PDFs. Yeah. Of, of what? He only needed to tell people what entrance to use. You don't need eight pages. I tell you what, you'd be great at the BBC. You, you'd fit in well. <laughs> you would, honestly. I'm surprised you didn't have everyone in bloody goggles and do a health and safety <laughs> form. You would, honestly, middle management at the BBC, you'd thrive. You really would. And you can keep that in. I, I I just felt that we should have a PDF so everyone knew where they needed to be, the timings of the day, where to stand. That's what the invite's for. But, you know, invitation. But that's for guests. But then for, for sort of the the family and for the ushers, it was nice to know what, what times and where and, and special notes. Okay, so in the church, beautiful, I cried. I cried when the singers came on. The quartet. The quartet. Yes. Um, also, we need to talk about Tom the vicar. Yes. He's a very talented vicar. He is a very talented he's vicar. He's very funny. He's very, very funny. And his sermon was great. It was amazing. It, it was fantastic. Few people had a bit of a crush on Tom the vicar. Oh, really? Who? Mm, I won't say any names, but two people. Yeah. We were talking and one went, no, 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 no two girls. Oh, two girls? Mm. One went, he's really fit. And everyone, I'll get off for that. I, I think they're going really to be bitterly fit. disappointed. Yeah. Um, but he's very funny, very dry. Mm. Uh, smokes like a chimney, so me and him got on very well. <laughs> <laughs> Spent most of the day together. <laughs> um, no, he did, a, he did a very nice sermon. I would, however, like to point out, I haven't actually told him this yet. So he ended his sermon beautifully with quotes from Wicked, Hercules, and uh, I think even Mary Poppins. Oh, I, I didn't think. get those references. No. Uh, anyway, he ended it with that. Uh, Go the distance, together you're unlimited, etc. That's how I was ending my wedding speech. 
So in the car on the way from the church back to the hotel, I was in my head oh, rewriting it. Mikey, of course, that triggered my... He was like, oh, so nice. And I was crying too, but for different reasons, because I was like, bloody hell, the last minute of my speech is now basically Tom's sermon. So I, th I, I did it, because I was ending with Wicked. So I rewrote it and I thought, I'll just end with Mary Poppins. I'll say, Mikey, together we are practically perfect in every way. Then my father gets up to speak. Oh, and ends yeah. with practically perfect in every way. So I'm sitting there going, bloody, I, this is on rewrite number three in the space of two hours. So I then did another Mary Poppins quote that I thought, well, neither of them will have got because it's so niche and no one will really understand it, which is why I had to go as a quote from Mary Poppins, the musical, anything can happen if you let it. It's not actually my original ending, but um, thanks to Tom and my father. We'll come to the speeches in a minute. Before... Mm. Um, before we do, can I just say that um, I was very nearly late for your <laughs> service. <laughs> Why does that not surprise? We need to talk about your reading. Well, yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So um, I left the house, yeah, got on the tube because I thought I'd get there early. I won't yeah. be rushing. Um, and I realised as I was on the tube that I'd left my steamer on. Oh, so very, oh, 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 it all happened, right? Not just that. So I left the steamer on and I thought, I've got to go back. Yeah, go back. yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. So I went back and as I got back, the steamer was bubbling up like a kettle. And I thought, thank God I went back so I could have burned my flat down. Yep. The night before. <gasps> yes, tell us about, the, yeah, I've been told about this and it sounds horrific. The night before. Do you know about this? Yeah. I'm watching telly. Oh, right. <laughs> And a rat, not just a mouse, a rat just came wandering in my living room. I shit myself, was stuck on my sofa for an hour, thought, what am I going to do, what am I going to do? And I was like, I'll get a broom, I'll kill it, I won't. So like the big brave soldier that I am, I called out an emergency pest controller <laughs> and got him to come. Yeah, no, I've seen you, you, you I, had him, I got him to check under bed, I got him to check. Old cupboards, everything. And you told me you didn't. He didn't find anything. No, he didn't find anything. They that would that would be more disturbing no, no, no. than finding something. They, they reckon it wandered out. So, it wandered out. Oh, bye. So I was very, very nearly late. Then I got there. What, what did the rat say when he came in? It's nice on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> told you it's nice. It even attracts rats. Yes. And um, so we got there. Well, I was about ten minutes before you came in, I think. 10, 15 minutes. And so then mm. I started to get really nervous for the speech. Also, yes. you shit house. Cheers for giving Adam the bloody easy speech. What one was his reading? It was um, no don't tell Laura Laura Hendricks, Love is Friendship Set on Fire. That was just a nice normal poem. Yeah, but Adam is very, very, very atheist. So I, I thought oh, is he? if there was no way that he we could get him to do the Bible. Whereas you're more compliant. So I thought, well, I'll just give you that and you can, you know, you'll submit. Yeah, but Adam had a nice little poem. I had these and these and, and also... Falleth. Falleth. <laughs> falleth. Is yeah. it Falleth or Falleth? It's Falleth. I yeah. can't remember. How was the you reading? You did say Falleth, so that was good. Falleth. How was the reading, Ben, from your point Great, of view? Great, I yeah. thought. It was very good. You, you sped up to the altar from your seat. Yeah. It was like a little comedy walk. Oh, did I? <laughs> I bowed, I nodded my head. Yeah, you did bow. I mean, as Tom, as Tom said, you are meant to sort of stop, bow, continue, whereas you sort of sped, whoop, bow as you, as you I, turned the corner. I was, I was you were nervous. so nervous. People think, oh, it's fine. I was so nervous all morning, really nervous. 
And I think I rushed my way through it. No, no, of, I don't think you did. A lot of people did notice the cheeky wink I gave you at the end. Yes, you did give us a, week, a wink at the end. <laughs> yeah, yes. I gave you both a wink as I walked off and a lot of people seen that. Yeah, no, it was good. It was it was very sweet, and thank you so much for doing it yeah, because oh, it was you. it just added a. No, look, thank you, and then made we, the sermon seem even better. Um, and then we got to the. Oh, can we say what hotel it was at now? We are now allowed to say. We got to wait for this. We got <laughs> to Claridge's, and I was whinging because there was no beer on tap. Mm. So when I arrived, I had my own special pint glass. With my name on it. And the Claridge's logo. And the Claridge's logo, because they'd heard me whinging on the podcast. But then you got up, everyone had wine, you got up and asked us to toast the new king. Yeah. I toasted the king with bloody pint glass. Well, it's better than nothing. You look like, spot the fella from Burnley. <laughs> Our t- so I did not know about this pint glass in advance. And I, I still... Did you know? No. Oh, I thought you was in on it. I that had absolutely mad. no no idea. Got a this little letter as well from uh, from Nicola. Nicola, so yeah, the first pints on us or something. But then Mikey's brother-in-law yep. came over and was like, "Where'd you get?" Your yeah, because then and then, and then all the Northerners, yeah, <laughs> all the Northerners, <laughs> Mikey's family, spotted my pint glass and were like, "Hang on, the serving pints, the serving, there ain't the serving pints." Pint, pint, and then they were like, right, so. I Yeah, my Vince, my, my cousin-in-law, and or not in-law yet, but soon to be in-law, and uh, and Micah's brother-in-law both went, he's got a pint glass. Why is it? And I said, oh, just ask for a pint glass. I was like, he's probably because he's asked for one. I had no idea until later on in the day you said, this is what Nicola had done for, for you. So, And that, ladies and gentlemen, shows the attention to detail and perfection that was Claridge's. So on behalf of Mikey and me, I would like to say thank you very much to everybody at Claridge's. Mm. It truly was an incredible day for us. We are, of course, we were going to have it at Claridge's. We are glad that we did that. There was no other choice, quite frankly. So I'm glad they were free on the day we wanted. And um, it was it was amazing. Hashtag they, ad. Not a hashtag ad, but could be. Uh, let me know, and uh, yeah, it was, it, it was phenomenal. It was fantastic. One of the, if not the best wedding I've ever been to. It was fantastic. Oh. Thanks for having us. It was funny because at one point on the table we were all like, "Oh God, they've spent a bit on this, haven't they?" Spent, and then we were like trying to guess how much they'd spent. And we're going around the table. I got up to go sit toilet, and the table next to us were having the same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Joking respect on this, oh, I don't know, I've got a bit. So it's nice to know we were all gossiping. It's all year. nice, yes. Can we talk about the speeches? We can talk about the speeches, yes. Can what? I but can I just go back to uh, Producer Ben? What time did you t- just what time did you actually arrive at the church? Just out of interest. Uh quarter to eleven. Oh, that's marvellous, thank you. Uh, I was due in at eleven. That's people amazing. didn't start arriving till Why? half eleven. What's wrong with that? Well, because I don't know anything that happened at that point. So because you it's know, fine I walked in. Now everyone's there. We all had a great time. What time is it, Mike? We got to the bloody church. One of the f- the funny things of being an usher mm. um, was obviously we were taken from the church to Claridge's into very lovely buses. London, Two. old-fashioned London bus. Old-fashioned double-decker buses. And about quarter to 12, well, <laughs> about maybe 20 to 12, maybe even half 11, they arrived, and I was like, goodness me, they're early. They need no, to very arrive early. here in about an, an hour's time. Anyway, about 10 minutes later, they one of them started getting a parking <laughs> ticket, <laughs> and I just imagined it. I was like, God, I don't know how to deal with that situation. Anyway, James. Um, <laughs> and then I was just imagining what, what William's reaction would have been if you were there. But obviously, you, you never had to worry about that. I never that. had to worry about that. Because so I was fine. dealing with did it. Did he get a parking ticket? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you tell him to put it through the wedding? 
No, yeah. they're, they're res- I think in their contract they're responsible for where they park. Not oh, sure. reimburse them? No. They oh, got turned up too early. Parking tickets about 120 quid in London. These I days. think... Oh, wow, did it... The friggin... I'm not going to get into one. Is the, did they give them a parking ticket? The tight gets on a wedding day. Oh, I shoved it up his ass sideways, mate. <laughs> Nobeds. Sorry, Tony. If you are a tra- traffic inspector... <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tony. Traffic help at sexedmyboss.com. <laughs> sorry for listening. Um... I and suppose. Who were you two next to on the buses? Who did so, I was with uh, Rob, really cracked me up. Rob Adcock. So, Lovely Rob was Rob. like, uh, What have you got in there, Rob? And he went, <laughs> A couple of hip flasks. I went, You do know it's a free bar, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he, went, he went, Oh, shit. I've been carrying these down from Stoke. I went, Yeah, it's a free bar. Right. So, um, we who, got. Well, I want to know who he was on next to on the bus. Who were you? Well, then? I. I or were you just on your own? No, Kat, I was with Cat, yeah. but then Jonathan was in front of me, um, who obviously Cat um, had met at your place when we came for dinner. Yes. Um, so they sort of, Jonathan. yeah, they re- oh. rekindled their love and, and then were sat next to each other as well. On the, oh, on the they were next so to each other. Everybody loves Jonathan. Okay. Yeah, Jonathan's good fun. So um, can I just say the speeches were excellent? Yeah. As far you. as weddings go, and I've been to a lot. That's the best speeches I've ever heard or uh, seen at a wedding. Well, do you know all of them? I'm were gonna... fantastic and very funny. Your dad's was brilliant. Um, James was a great as an MC. Yeah. Yours was great. Mikey's was great. Mikey's dad's uh, was so funny. Like I'll be honest, that it surprised us all because Mikey's dad had sent me his speech in advance because I was just making sure that we didn't all like thank the same he people. Did. No, 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 no. But then that was not the speech that Micah's dad then did. No, I... Oh. Other than the ending and a tiny little few lines. And I, so I was sitting there going, this is phenomenal. I don't know what is coming next. And that's really setting my OCD off and my control being a control freak. But this is phenomenal. The best bit was when he then he was at the start. And, he, you know, that other thing, that whole routine he did with that little Debrett's book. He was like, oh, I found a Debrett's book from whatever load of rubbish. I went up to him afterwards and went... Do you realise the author of 15 books of Debrett's is sitting on that table over there? Uh, which is my colleague, Jo Bryant. Um, said <laughs> the look on his face. She didn't write that particular one. But, uh, yeah, that was that was very funny. Um, also, I might have might have done a Mikey impression during one of the speeches. You did do a Mikey impression <laughs> during one of the speeches. Yes, my speech. But I've, did it, was I a bit out of order? No, it was fine. It got a laugh. So what did somebody say? Can't remember. Me, I had said, oh, was it your speech? Yes. Oh, sh- was it? I can't yeah. remember. Maybe it wasn't. And I said, oh, thank you know, thank for those that don't know on the a podcast. Uh, Jordan has this thing that you know, Mikey is a builder, blah blah blah. And I went, oh, my little flower pot. <laughs> best like it was planned. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan did get the most shout outs on the speeches out of anyone. Well, again, I didn't know what was coming yeah. in the last I two. Did get the or in my case. Implied or otherwise, you the got a few shout outs. The podcast got a few shout yeah. outs. And yeah. I was like, do you, know, do you know who actually makes this podcast? Work? You got a bloody shout out as well. So, also, um, and so I hope, easy. I really hope, because I love your mum and dad, and, um, but during your dad's speech, we might have got a case of Jonathan Vernon Smith giggles. I am aware of the Jonathan. <laughs> I am. But it wasn't just me, you as well, no. Ben. No, no, that is not I the case. Could. So basically, your dad told a very funny joke. Yeah, I can't and, remember that. And Luke snorted. Yes, luxury Luke, as luxury he was termed. Luke. Yeah. And Jonathan, and if you've ever heard <laughs> Jonathan, he often loses it on his radio show on BBC Three, Hills Counties FM, whatever it's called. <laughs> it sounds like that. Yeah. Three Hampshire FM or whatever it bloody called. Three Counties Radio. Three Counties Radio. 
So um, he lost it, mm. and I was trying to keep it together, and I couldn't. And other tables were looking over, but we just lost it. So sorry. You see, and I wasn't aware. People, I knew. I, supposedly there was that, and a few other tables were giggling at, at bits that were funny. I just was so in the moment, I didn't oh, even clock that. It looked very beautiful. And then Mikey, can we let's talk about Mikey's speech? Without, Which was fantastic. Without doing any impressions. But Mikey, up until like two weeks before, was not going to speak. And I said to him, I said, I'll be honest, I'm going to say this now. I said, darling, but who's going to talk about me? Like, I'm talking about you. Who's talking about me? Anyway, so he thought, okay, I'll, I'll do your something. Your dad talked about you. By the way, your dad's speech, right? I went... <laughs> I went... And when I said this beautiful boy born, I thought maybe he'll be a high court judge, <laughs> a member of parliament, not an etiquette expert. <laughs> anyway, sorry. And uh, yeah, Micah's speech then was phenomenal. I'm going to say it, and I, I'm not saying this for, for praise. I think I gave the worst speech. No, 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 I, think no I, I think I, I did. I thought, honestly, I thought they were all fantastic. Mikey's was so funny. Mikey's made me cry, actually. Mikey's made me cry. I'm glad he did a speech. I, so is he. he I, mean, I didn't know anything other than a couple of little sort of So you made him do yous. a speech because you wanted someone to talk about you. Well, I said, I'm going to be sort of gushing about you, so you need to gush about me. Um, so other than his sort of few references to family, I didn't know anything that was coming in his speech. But he sat there a couple of days before the wedding in the chair going, I'm so funny. I'm loving writing this. Which like, the week before, he's like, I can't possibly speak. I won't be funny. People won't laugh. I'll make a mess. We've actually got a recording. Oh, God, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, could you please be upstanding for my beautiful little flower pot? So I've had a few wines. (laughs) (laughs) My beautiful little flower pot, William Hansen. I first met William when I went to do a quart on his house, because that's me, Michael Worrell and Sons, no job too big or small. If any of you need any work, oh, God, this is going on. (laughs) If any of you need doing any work here, speak to me, Dad. We'll sort you out. We'll get we'll get up there. It was it was lovely, wasn't it? It oh, it's just so gorgeous. Shall we um? Shall we talk about the food? Yeah. Did you like it? Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And the yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what I had. So for starters, he had scallops. Yes. Um, few of them had that big pepper thing. Uh, no, it was a it was a um. A beef tomato, a blanched and skinned beef tomato stuffed with burrata. I thought it was a veggie option. Yeah, but a beef tomato is just a term. It's not, it doesn't mean there was beef in it. <laughs> Isn't that? <laughs> no, Danny. Oh, okay, I thought it was a pepper anyway. Uh, so we had that, and then for the main, I had the beef. Nice. I'm uh, trying to find the actual menu. And the mash was fantastic. Oh, no, it was, was it mash? Was it celeriac? Who? Uh, it was a celeriac, yeah, hang on. And then for pudding, I can't remember what I had for dessert. What did I have? Oh, here we go. The first course, for those that want to have the menu in full, was... From Claridge's. Roast Portland sea scallops with datterini tomatoes, fragola, fennel and lemon verbena. Honestly, it was fantastic. Oh, my God. Can we talk... We don't often talk about this, but you know I love me red wine. Yes. You had Chablis on bottle for everyone. Yeah. But that cost you a fortune. Well... The wine was... Was it all right? It was absolutely fantastic. I've ordered two bottles. Have you? Yeah. Wow. That honestly, the wine, like usually at weddings, it's but it was fantastic. There was a lot of it. I was very giddy after the main course. No wonder your dad sold their house. (laughs) (laughs) That did you have some of that Chablis? Best wine I've had in it. Anyway, 
Have I changed? I don't, no, I've always liked the red wine. Oh, yeah. William did come over to me at one point and say, I'm pissed or something. Uh, uh, genuinely. happened during it, the red it wedding. Was, had I had to give my speech at that point, I then had to stop drinking because they, you ne- the Claridge's, you never had an empty glass. No, yeah. that was great. It, it was phenomenal, but not when you're meant to be speaking. I had, a, I had, yeah, Fernando, my waiter was. Fernando. Yeah, he was lovely. Lovely. Watch me in the castle. Oh, God. Uh, main course for those that had beef uh, were Tornados of Aberdeen Angus beef, Burgundy Jus, Celeric Gratin, Pipiore, and Glazed Beetroot. All the Pipiore were nice. It was just mushy peas, but it were nice. <laughs> Pipiore. And for pudding, it was a Javara milk chocolate delice, or delice. I can't remember. With that. passion fruit ice cream. It was the sort of the, the line thing, thing with the dots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, that were nice. The cake were nice as well. Have you still got some cake left? Uh, well, not much now. That was my weekend. Um, but I, I hardly had any on the day. And thank you to Yevnig for the cake. It was exquisite. And we will obviously be posting photos eventually. So then we left at seven o'clock. Yes. Um, we said our goodbyes to everyone. Yeah. And then we oh. had a little... Go on. Well, you had organised... I didn't know about this. Mm. But you had organised just a few drinks. I'd organised the night too. Yeah, I mean, I think Stuart actually might have done more organisation than you, Jordan. Uh, no, I, I was... Uh, co- uh, so, but... Uh, oh, and Ben? Uh, no, the no, night do, The okay. night do was getting out, word was getting out, and people coming up to me and going, are you going for a few drinks after? Wink, wink. And I was like, maybe, maybe. So we went and had a little... Um, we booked a room out, didn't we? In Soho. Yes. Yeah. It was very kind of you. I, I, th- I thought everything had got a bit quiet on that front. I just assumed it was all uh, it was not happening. So we got there. Everyone had ties off, sleeves rolled up. It was like a Tory party conference. <laughs> or it was about. It looked like it looked like um, we were all campaign. It was like a Tory party campaign. You know, when they go into a school or a, camp. or a hospital and they roll the sleeves up and undo the tie or tuck the tie in. So it's a bit like that. That's when I got. I was double fisting all night. Yeah. That's what they call it in Thought America. Thought you were walking funny. That's what they call it in America. I was double parked all night. Double parked? Yeah. Well, the thing is, the, the service can be quite slow in the place that we were at. So I, yeah. I, I was like, oh, I need to get my drinks orders in. Um, I'd, I was double parked in America. Freaking, I can't remember getting home. Cannot remember leaving. Really? Did I say goodbye to you? I can't remember. Yeah, and, I, can't, and I, then, can't, yeah. and I think I, I said goodbye to it's you. It's the only wedding I've been to where I've not spent a penny all day. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I got home on the Uber, on the underground as well. Oh, so you spent about five quid all day. I spent like five quid all day. I was hammered. I had the one of the best wines and meals that I've had ever. I didn't spend a penny. So who picked up the tab in the other place? Us. Because I'm worried about that. Stuart, our exec. 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 Uh, we need to talk about we'll talk about that in the bonus. Yeah. Yeah. We have news about Ben and his position here at yeah. We'll do a special uh, goodbye episode. Stu, anyway, this is dragging on. Stu <laughs> picked up the bill. I did those quarters that jacket I've had a good couple of years. I have. <laughs> no, I'm raking it in. I've got two properties and an house on a hill. So um <laughs> got two houses on a hill. I've got two houses on a hill now. <laughs> I have. I've done well for man and boy in Wales. You know, I used to go down the pit when I was sixteen. I was down the pit with my father and then we set up our own business. Audio always, man and boy. Um, so he picked up the tab and part of me's like... Well, thank you to Stuart. Those old fashions I were on, they're about 12 quid a pop. Oh yeah, big time. And I had about four. Yeah, big and time. And I noticed you were smashing back the picantes. Four or five. And four a, or five. And an espresso martini. And an espresso martini. I had an espresso martini. Espresso. Well. Not espresso. No, it, was, it was a really quick one. It's coffee and vodka. Shut the fuck up. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> I would. Who's <laughs> put fifty p in you? <laughs> Sorry, that was only joking. I love you really. But Thank yeah, it was, it was. Listen to me. Did you have any? Can I? Final thing. Did you have any of the canapes? Oh, I love the canapes. Oh my god, yes. Okay. They had because I, I had sausage one. and mash. They put the mash in the sausage. Yeah, bangers and mash eclair. Um, they had a bangers and mash eclair. They had that salmon that was, thing. That was my favourite one. The salmon king, scone. No, the, on the, the sausage one. Uh, oh no, I'm being horrible there. What weren't you keen on? on the spring rolls? There were two. Oh, I loved the spring rolls. I only had fine. one. But everything else was honestly. Look at me. Thank you so much for letting us share your special day with you. It was absolutely perfect. It was fantastic in every way. Thank you. It was so good. Well, thank you for being part of it. Thank you. Um, I got a couple of things to add. Okay, okay. if that's all right. Um, yeah. Firstly, I had a lovely time speaking to obviously your, your getting to know some of your friends and and family that yes. well, mostly friends I spoke to, yeah. um, which was lovely. Apparently, good. I'm very popular with Mikey's. Sorry, just bring it back round to me. Um, I spent a lot of time with Mikey's family, and they were lovely. Um, we obviously had the receiving line. Yes, which was nice at the start when we. The you know the. Oh yeah, yeah. that was nice when you walked in. You well, it's a good there. way because it's a large wedding. It is a good way, and I know there was a bit of a queue, um, but it wasn't the queue. It wasn't the queue. No, that nearly brought me back when he gave me a hug. Oh, bless him. <laughs> Bloody god, speech, old chap. I was like, Christ, that winded me. Um, but. It's a good way to sort of make sure you ha you see everybody. So at least if by the end of the day you haven't seen a few people to have chats with, you have greeted them in the receiving. I agree. Line. I, I I think we should do more receiving lines at weddings. Sorry, Ben, carry on. The final thing I I wanted mm. to bring up was obviously um, it was to do with another impression. I don't know if either of you remember it or if if who was there for it, but Kat did find out about her <gasps> impression. Oh, did she? So who that, brought that up? I Luke. Good question. I she made it. She Luke. I think Luke or Sarah, it would have been. Did I have to do an impression? You did it. I yeah. think I did a live impression <laughs> yeah. in front of her, which I'll be honest, went down like. That's a, why you've like got balloon. that black eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, she, she had, now knows. She now knows, but she had a lovely time as well. We both did. We all did. Oh well, that's lovely. And thank you for for being an usher. That was uh, much appreciated. Just before we go to Jordan's jolly joke of the week, Jordan. Yeah. Would you like to see my ring? Oh yeah. Oh, nice. Thank you. I think I need to get it resized after honeymoon because my ring's a bit loose. Yeah, your ring is a bit loose. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bit... Anyway. Your ring's a bit loose, isn't but it? But I am on honeymoon, and we'll talk about honeymoon maybe in the bonus, but the... um. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, uh, it's it's warmer, so maybe my fingers will swell. So actually, having a, a slightly loose ring may not be a bad thing. You never know. Um, right, here's Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Here's the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. With our Jordan, and if the giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. What do cannibals do at a wedding? <laughs> and I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, Gene Divas, thanks for sticking with us. Here's today's punchline for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. What do cannibals do at a wedding? I don't know. Toast the bride and groom. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> right. Well, that's nice. Nice little continuing the And theme. we'll put in uh, one of Mikey's dad's jokes, which was very good. He said it's an emotional day. Even the cake's in tears. Ba-dum-tsh. Very good. The old ones are the best. Very good. Are we doing some questions? Yes, we do. Let's do it. Let's not all talk about my wedding. But um, yeah, here he is. And Very again, can I also just say thank you again? And this is what I was trying to say on, on last Friday's episode. Thank you again for all of the messages. Um, it was lovely to see so many names that we have seen over the years. Uh, that have sort of be- become part of our sexed family. So thank you very much. And all of your messages pre and post mean an awful lot I to us. I forgot how many of your... F- can't believe how many of your friends and family listen to the podcast. Yeah, they're basically the entire listenership. None of my friends and family listen. Oh, I thought just, your brothers listen. Mm, they just like to come to the tours because it's a good piss up. <laughs> well, you need nah, to get on bro- it. My brothers listen, but yeah, I can't believe how many. Hmm. Well, this listener's problem is from someone called Let's Call Me Emma. Dearest Ben, Jordan and William. The microphone's gone to his head. My best friend needs your help. So my best friend, let's call her Tracy, has been single for a little over a year now, and at the weekend she had a little no-strings-attached rendezvous. Or so she thought, dot, dot, dot. Tracy called for a taxi the next morning to collect her Saturday night takeout. The taxi firm said cash or credit, to which she replied credit, and off he went like a ship in the night. Until my best friend got an email from her CEO's PA asking which company cost code she would like her no-strings-attached rendezvous taxi fare billed to. So what should she do? Fess up or hold firm? So she's obviously called for a taxi. The company that Tracy... Ah, uh, uh, she's put it on account. She's put it on account. Obviously, it's not a work-related cost. I used to do that with Rocket Herald. <laughs> <laughs> I can say it now. <laughs> Gosh. Is that bad? <laughs> um, Anyone I, from Bauer Media, I'll see you in court. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Emma, I think your friend should fess up, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's the best thing to do. Off, at least offer to pay. If work go, no, it's fine, don't worry, it's all sorted, it's a bit of an admin headache. I don't know how big the... I mean, also it depends how long the fare was. If he was sort of driving from Bristol to Manchester, absolutely. If he was going sort of from one street to another, you still fess up, but actually work might go, don't do it again, it's fine on this occasion, um, but at least you should offer. That's, yeah. That's all, it's always... The right thing to do. Yeah. 
This is from Anonymous. Hello, William Jordan and PB. I'm listening back through all of the back catalogue, so apologise if you've already answered a similar question. For a bit of background, I grew up on a council estate and didn't even know what etiquette was until I went to university. My partner is at the other end of the spectrum, and although he has the most wonderful family, they can be quite particular. We are getting married next summer. Very grateful that the wedding is being funded by his family and will be a large affair. Anyway, a friend has messaged asking for a dress code and sent a picture of a dress she's thinking of buying. It's nine months until we get married. The dress is floor length, which I believe is poor etiquette to wear to a wedding. Ooh, not sure about that. Uh, and looks very much like a bridesmaid's dress. How do I gently approach that she may feel too formal compared to other guests at a wedding? On a further note, my dress is quite informal, low cut, more skin tone than white, but holds its own, while my partner will be wearing a morning suit, like morning you. dress, with top hat. What would you recommend wow, as the dress code? you have married up. Fair one. And how would you word it on invites? I hope I haven't made any grammatical errors. You have, don't worry. Many thanks. Who's that from? Just says many thanks. Oh. Well, yeah, you've married up. If the, even you didn't have a top hat. Well, men don't normally wear top hats indoors, so you would only wear it outside briefly. But if they're doing an outdoors wedding, then yes, top hats would be fine. But no, I did not wear a top hat. Because the trouble with the top, you know, I was outside for about 30 seconds. Getting from the car yeah. to the church and the church and to the car. And top hats are about five grand, aren't they? They're expensive, yeah. Did you rent your wedding suit? Or did no, you I did not it? rent my wedding suit. All right, bloody hell, what's wrong with renting a suit? Well... When it's your, mar- your wedding, you might actually potentially want to splash out. I know a lot of weddings have been too well. They've rented it. Well, I've, I didn't. Because I've spilt stuff down it and got charged the next day. Well, there's a dry cleaners. One wedding suit I, I, I rented. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, there was a massive... I'm, I'm not proud of this. There was a massive brawl on car park afterwards. Right. right. This wasn't mine, was it? And, I, and I've never had a fight in my life, and I was trying to split. I don't want to say what else, but it was. I was trying to stop my brother from getting battered, basically. And I got dragged around this car park mm. through the mud, through the... Why am I telling you this? Wedding suit, when I had to pay for a wedding suit. Anyway. And that was recently? Yours is the only wedding I've been to where there weren't a fight. No. I don't... I think... Because usually there's a bit of a... There's always someone kicking off. The nicest thing someone said to me, and it's my, my uh, colleague Alexandra, she said to me, she went, I haven't been to a proper wedding for years, meaning, you know, where you do it properly. Oh, that's nice. And that was nice, because that's all we wanted to do. Um, so going back to this, this particular letter, um, I think if... Look, you can't really control what people wear, OK? You can't sort of go, no, you can't wear that, you can't wear this. Um, all I would suggest you perhaps say is, just so you know, my, my dress is not floor length, for example. Now, in terms of you, you said that you think floor length is poor etiquette to a wedding. I mean, it depends on what the dress code is. I mean, for a daytime wedding, floor length is, is a bit much. Uh, for an evening wedding, it could be fine. Well, um, well I don't get floor length. Oh, floor yeah. length, you know, where it touches the floor or just just just, just off. Oh, okay. Um, but I think you could, you could say, just so you know and you feel comfortable, my dress yeah. is ballerina length or my, length, my dress is to my knees or whatever it is. Mm. Um, that's how I would communicate it. And then it's up to your friend to then take the hint. But this, like, you cannot control what each of the guests wears. But this person sounds a bit more like me, so you could do it polite or just say, don't wear a floor-length dress, you'll look a right twat. <laughs> there is also that approach. And then she'll be like, oh, cheers. You sound like we're on the same, from the similar background. How you would word it on the invitation, I would say what we did was um, lounge suit. So guests were in lounge suits, we were in morning dress. 
Um, so if you're going for morning dress, then go morning dress, lounge suit, or day dress with hat. It's literally that wording. That's how they do it on royal weddings. We just did lounge suit or day dress. Brackets, day dress with hat if you want everyone to wear hats. Is it ever okay to wear black at a funeral, a black dress? Black at a funeral? Yeah, at a yes, wedding. it's generally compulsory. At a wedding. Um, I know a girl once at work, and everyone was, really like, everyone was being a bitchy about it. And so. You can wear black as part of the outfit, but I wouldn't make it the block colour, no. No. Is my Even a black suit? No. It's a bit undertaken. I'll tell you what, there were some nice suits at the wedding. There were there some very good tailoring. Very, yeah. The gays know how to dress, don't they? They do. They, oh, they, they do. They do. My, my aunt. I knew my aunt Joan. She went. All your friends are so gorgeous. She's American. Oh. And yeah, we have some very good-looking friends. And you and Ben were there as well. Dear William Jordan and PB, I've been listening to your podcast for the last couple of weeks, and I love them, and wanted to get in touch about a recent dilemma. I'm currently halfway through a holiday in Cyprus and my boyfriend has messaged me with some worries he has regarding old pictures of my ex-partner on my social media from three years ago. This has sparked an argument via text. My question is, do you wait until before the holiday or after to bring up these worries to avoid ruining time away? Thank you, D. Oh, guys, one of them, innit? In hindsight, he probably should have brought it up after the holiday or before, not during the holiday. Mm. But you're talking to someone here that can tend to bring shit up at the worst possible time so but i so what i don't get is this d's boyfriend mm. and we don't know if d is boy or girl it's basically really it's ruined the holiday they've been arguing about it on the holiday he's brought it up but on the holiday if they're you know okay if you were posting a photo from th- three years ago with your ex-boyfriend in sort of contemporaneously no, 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 no. fair enough yeah you'd have a bit of i could see why would you would you but think if they're photos from three years ago that you posted three years ago you can't delete history yeah i i do you, can you delete them i know some people then go through their social media and delete because they, they sort of find that cathartic and it's sort of a way of taking yeah, it out i think it's yeah but that was your life you cannot rewrite history so i mean obviously i have no exes i now have a husband and that's that's that but so i, I appreciate i've never i don't have any sort of life experience to bring here but you can't if if that was your boyfriend or girlfriend at the time or wife or husband that's that that's history you can't rewrite it you might be able to hide it or delete the photo of instagram but you can't delete history so just relax yeah and i would tell your boyfriend to stop being so insecure mm, yeah maybe to be honest he probably shouldn't have brought it up during the wedding but you can't delete the holiday it. the holiday God, i've got a wedding on the mind uh final letter dear will jordan ben Please keep my name quiet as I work for a government agency. I love it already. It's I hope this, English. I hope this email finds you very well. I am fairly new to the podcast, but I'm now completely engrossed with it, and you join me on my dog walks and house cleans. I have a dilemma and need advice. My partner and I are in a very happy 12-year relationship and things are great. I, however, find myself a little financial bother. I work full-time and even do a couple of side hustles. I'm trying to clear my debt so we can buy a house and start a family. Now, years ago, I used to make some money through some unconventional means. Oh, my. What? This person works for a government agency. Just keep that in mind when I read that next, this next sentence. Everyone's, every, you'd be surprised who's got only fans in that these days. I sold my piss. <laughs> and some other fluids. It was surprisingly easy. I sold it to lorry drivers, old men, young men, and one man I later found out was a vicar. I got about 10 or 20 quid a bottle. 
a piss. 20 quid a bottle of piss. I'd make a fortune. How often do I wee? I would make a fortune. I could easily make. Make. Oh, I love it. I could make. Make. 200 quid a day easily on my piss. Right. Right, this is weird. I would simply find them online and then meet, meet them. And they would use... Oh, I can't even read this. This is... This was meant to be a nice episode. Just read the I would simply find them online and meet them, and usually they would quench their thirst in front of me. I mean, I'd like to think I'm a liberal person. Right, let me just... So we're all on the same page here. Let me just get this right. They would meet up with them, piss in a bottle, and watch them drink it in front of them. I don't know... That's what I'm getting from this. Oh, it all goes on. Carry on. I'm keen to stress that this does nothing for me. It does not give me a tickle in any way whatsoever. It's purely money, and someone else gets their jollies. Win-win. My dilemma is that I'm considering doing it again. I need to make a couple of thousands to be debt-free, and it really would help. But I kind of feel like it might be a kind of cheating on my partner. Is it? I'm not sure. It's just urine, and while my per partner certainly has vested interest in my body, he does not own it. I get no gratification from this, and it is to contribute towards our future. If William has managed to hold his vomit down, just, and can continue, I'd love some advice. Cheers, guys. Smiley face. I will never judge anyone how they met the money, as long as it's above board. Like, as long as it's, like, all legal and above board. But I think you should probably tell your partner. You have to tell your partner. Yeah. Particularly if you're... Are you wanting to get married, do you No say? judgment here. That speech would be funny. At the wedding. Thanks. Oh, no, buy a house and start a family. But I... Like, okay, if you got another job, for example, let's just say a slightly more conventional job, yeah. you probably would tell your partner. If... if if Mikey suddenly started raking in loads of money and you think, you'd think, well, where's that coming from? You'd probably want to know. If he started selling bottles of piss, would you be okay with that? No. Okay. But that's our relationship. I appreciate there might be others who Definitely would. tell your partner. And then, you know, I suppose if they did this a few years ago and it was... How much were they selling it for? 200 quid? Ten, no, no, 10 or 20 quid a bottle. 10 or 20 quid. Inflation and that now, I reckon 40 quid a bottle easily. So if you sold... Oh, here we go. Right. It's Martin Lewis over here. Hang on. Let me look at this. I mean, each to their own, but... If you sold... <laughs> oh, it's so disgusting. Should we say 30 quid a bottle now? Inflation. If you sold... I, I mean, I think bottles. that's... that's a, that, I mean, inflation's huge, but not that big. If you sold 10 bottles a week, that's 300 quid. That, that a month. Yeah, but also, where, where, that's an extra how do you think you're going to get this past your partner? So where are you storing bottles of your own urine in your house? Are they see-through? Don't judge. We do freaking ad reads for anyone and anyone. It's only the same. It's don't not. The day, the day we start advertising urine in a bottle is the day I will quit. You say that, you've got honeymoon to pay for. True. Well, that was lovely. 
What a way to end this very lovely special wedding episode. No wonder Mike's father needs this bottle of whiskey and strong paracetamol to get through this podcast. Oh, he, he put said in his that speech. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Slightly mortifying that they Who listen. Who drinks piss? Why would you drink piss? Like Bear Grylls does it when he's supposedly, you know, stuck on a desert island. And in maybe in incredibly extreme circumstances. Yeah, I did it when I was about. What? No, I don't need to know this. I was, I've not tell you. No, and I don't want I was to. About know. 18, 19. Right. And you were uh, living in your box room. No. And our Ryan said, yeah, there's a whiskey there for you. Down it. I downed oh. it and it was his piss. It's disgusting. Please just read the last bit before I throw up. Weren't funny, but no. he, was, he was with all his army mates and they thought it was hilarious. He's always been a knobhead, all right. You can send your anonymous admittals to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss or you can write to William who promises I wrote the plan his own letter paper. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. We'll see you on Friday. Maybe. Hello, Gene Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.